This is a preview from our angel story today. And the more that you live in that oneness energy, it's like having a radio turn to the perfect dial of the station you want to listen to. And you're not hearing like the, you know, static. It's just perfectly coming through. So when your energy is completely tuned and oneness is God's energy. So all that is, is God's energy. That's oneness. Before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. Feel a massive waterfall of unconditional love surrounding you in all directions and filling you. That's your angels making their presence known. Your angels want you to ask for what you want and for their help. And know you are always held. Friends, if you need help holding oneness energy, the highest vibration that is, I'm hosting a three-week live oneness course starting March 1st. Register today at theangelmedium.com backslash shop. Or if you're ready to develop your gifts of mediumship, bringing through angel messages and energy healing all at once, sign up for my Angel Reiki School today at theangelmedium.com. Now, know that whatever resonates with you in today's episode is a message just for you from your angels. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. Friends, today we have Amber on to share her beautiful angel stories with the show with you listeners. Thank you, Amber, for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Julie. Of course. I'm going to have you take it away and share your first story. Okay, awesome. Thank you. So a little bit of uh, background. So my grandma and grandpa were very, very special to me. My grandmother is still alive. She's in her late 90s, still kicking it, but my grandfather passed away a couple of years ago. So it was really tough when he passed away because we were really close. He was just an amazing, amazing person, such an amazing grandfather. And he passed away when he was 92. So I was really going through my spiritual journey and really like looking for like different signs and reading about different stories about loved ones passing away. And when he was on his deathbed and I got to say my goodbye to him, I asked him to leave us a lot of signs. And the day that he passed away, I was on the phone with my mom and she was FaceTiming with me. And so this was her father that passed away. And she started like freaking out, like in a good way. But she saw this tree that is in her backyard that my grandfather bought for them when they bought that house. They built that house. So it like grew into this beautiful tree over like 37 years. All these birds, like this huge, just like flock of birds swarmed this tree. And so she knew that like my grandpa had gone to heaven and she's like, thank you, dad, for sending me those signs. Like she knew that he'd crossed over and he was in a better place. So two days later, I'm sitting at my office. I'm at work right now and I have a window and then there's a hallway and then there's another window to outside. And I looked over and this, this thing caught my eye and I looked over and this massive bird like this huge bird that I've never seen before, just like this beautiful brown bird comes to the top of the window 
and looks straight at me. And I had no idea how this bird was like perched up. I've never seen this bird before. I lived in Canada my whole life. I've been at this office for like five years. I've never seen this bird come to my window. And so the bird had like a leopard print, like feathers, which I thought was really cool because my grandma's MO is like leopard print. So his wife is like always decked down leopard print, always has been. And that bird just looked at me and I just knew that that was my grandpa. So I, and then he flew away. So then I walked up to the window and I'm like, what did that bird perch itself on? Like it was a huge bird. There was nothing that bird could perch itself on other than the brick wall. There was no like light or anything. Like I'm pretty sure it's like pretty hard for a massive bird to perch themselves on the side of a brick wall. So I was like, I just knew that that was my grandpa. I just had this feeling about it. I remember I wanted to speak to a medium that I'd gone to about my uncle years prior, like probably like seven years prior. And I could not remember her name. And I was just like, Hey, what was her name? And then it like instantly like came into my head and I looked at my phone and here I still had her number. So I contacted her, I booked an appointment and I did a reading over zoom with her. And I was sitting at my office, exact same thing. And and my grandpa came through and she told me all these things about my grandpa. He was in a better place. And she told me names and all this stuff that like, there's no way she would have known that. So I knew that he was just like, I knew he was there watching over us. 10 minutes later, that bird comes back. And I was like, okay, that's my grandpa. And then about a month later, I was just kind of feeling sad and down and just really missed him. And I just said, I have like his funeral pictures, literally like his program at my desk. And I just said to him, like, grandpa, can you send me a sign? I would just really, I could really use that today. 10 minutes later, that bird came back. So I haven't seen that bird since. So it's probably been like two years and a few months since I've seen the bird, but there are feathers and change all the time in my path, like in the middle of my floor, just like things that they're like, why would a feather be there? Like right at my doorstep, like my, and my boys, because they knew my grandpa as well. And I'm so glad that he was able to be a great grandfather to them. They see these feathers all the time at school. And they say, thank you, Grandpa Harry for leaving us these signs. But another really cool story about that was on his first birthday after he passed away, my parents went to his gravesite and they couldn't find it. They just didn't go there that often. They couldn't find it, but they wanted to leave flowers and whatnot. And, and they were like, hey, where is this? Like, I remember it being here and they couldn't find it. And this little robin flew to their feet and started chirping and hopping up and down. And my mom said, let's follow it. And that little robin led my parents right to his gravesite. So I just have this really strong feeling. And then this morning, as I'm like getting ready for this podcast and I'm in my office, I'm like, oh, I've got a very busy brain. I'm like, I just need to clean out my credenza on the top of my thing, right? It's getting a little bit crowded. And I know word of a lie found this birthday card from my grandpa like 20 minutes ago. Oh my goodness. That is just incredible. Oh my goodness. Well, and I wanted to have you on to share this story because um, I don't know if I've ever shared this on the show, but my grandfather just is such a fun guy. Like he always, they came from absolutely nothing, him and my grandmother, but they saved and they saved and they were very successful financially throughout their life. And they had a lake house and then they sold the lake house and they got a house down in Florida. And when we would go there, he wasn't just like a grandfather who would sit 
on the sidelines. Like he was in the pool with us. We'd have these longer conversations in there. I'd ask him every question that could come to my mind. And I loved that time in the water with him. So we were down in Florida shortly after he passed. I was there with my daughter and my husband, and I wanted that sign. I don't know if I consciously asked for it, but there was this cardinal that just came and like you're saying, just sat there. But I I told it, I said, if you're grandpa, I want you to stay there for 30 minutes on the dot because what bird stays in one position? for 30 minutes. And he always had this massive clock outside so that he could tell the time while he was in the pool. So I I watched it and that bird stayed for exactly 30 minutes from the time that I looked at the clock. And then on that 30 minute mark, just kind of flew away. And I don't believe like our loved ones inhabit the animal's body or anything like that, but I believe that they're manipulating the strings from above where they're just able to manipulate the energy. As I work with people and share on this podcast, spirit always says, ask us for what you want and we will show it to you. It doesn't always come in the exact timing that we want it to, but when we least expect it, it's right there. And the more and more that you're open to those signs, the more you just keep seeing them and seeing them. I love the card today. You found his card. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I totally forgot that I had it here. And it was just like, it was like, I was pulled, like I was just drawn to, I had to like clean that out. Like it's been a kind of a mess up there for a long time, but today I had to like clean it out. And then I just like found it in the, in the pile. Unbelievably amazing. Amber, I just want to spend some time with you. Do you mind if we tune in and just see if that angels have any messages for you? I'm just going to have us be silent here for a minute. So I'm just going to have you take a deep breath with me and deep breath out. And Amber, what I want you to physically do and anybody listening right now. So I just want you to ask your loved ones to come forward and your angels. And your angels are kind of funny today. They're like, we could sit here for hours and hours and hours and then bring through messages. So we just want to ask them what's most important to know today. All right. So as I did that process, Amber, there's three things that are really coming through crystal clear. The first one is I feel energies. So I have all the clairs I see here, feel good and knowingness. But as soon as I tuned in, your grandfather was right there saying there's a worry in there because it's like he can draw an energetic line to something within your field. So I saw this energetic line go directly to kind of like a worry energy about finances. As soon as I tuned in, it's kind of going up and down and up and down in that you're worried about something financially. He goes, we always need to prepare and do our best for everything. But he goes, that fear doesn't need to be there. Like we can release and we can let it go from our heart chakra. So instead of like You don't have to do this all the time because I've had clients in the past be like, every day I'm doing this constantly. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's just when the fear pops up. 
when the fear pops up of the financials or whatever that financial piece is that you're worried about, I want you to call on your grandfather to hold a strong vibration and a strong vision of what you want to see as if it's already happened. So like, I'm going to give you an example. If a mom's stressed financially because she's like, I want to help my kid go through college, maybe can't pay for everything, but I want to be able to help them get through. I don't know how I'm going to do this. You're going to see yourself at your kiddo's graduation. You're going to see them walking across stage, getting their diploma, and like you're going out celebrating eating dinner afterwards. And you're like, thank you, God, so much for blessing us with the financial resources. There was no financial strain whatsoever. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Like you're seeing yourself in the future as what you want has already happened. Again, it's not that you have to be doing this 24 seven. It's just whenever the fear comes in, that's the moment that we're going to correct it by just spending a second to 10 seconds visualizing that future the way we want it to be and feel it and feel the gratitude. Oh my God, I am so grateful because this worked out even better than I possibly thought it could. Okay. Now that could be anything that could be like related to your business that could be related when it comes to uh, your grandfather coming through. There were a couple other things. One is one of the sons. Do you have a question about one of your boys? I don't think so. They're yeah, they're growing super fast. They're both very different from each other, but they're yeah, they're very strong willed little guys. Have you ever listened to the radio where the DJ calls listeners at random? That's what we're going to start to do here. Only it's me calling you to give you a free angel reading. Starting now, I'm going to call and bring through messages for one new listener every week. But first, I need your phone number. To sign up, all you have to do is rate this podcast five stars and give me your contact info over at theangelmedium.com backslash gift. Look for my name popping up on your phone and get ready for messages from your angels. Want to watch me make those calls? Follow me on Instagram at angelpodcast. Who's the one that's not like you? The one that's more like my husband is my oldest. Okay. Yeah. Grace, grace, grace. I want you to think about the grace that you were not given in your life. And I want you to give him more grace. And I want you to just think about it in a way that your brains both work very, very differently. But my God, does that little boy love you to the nth degree? And he just wants to please you. And so, and you do that positive reinforcement. I keep seeing it over and over again. I don't know if there's a bit of ADHD in him because I don't see that in you, but I see that tie with your husband. Did you know that ADHD kids are shamed four times more than their neurotypical peers throughout childhood? And so ADHD kids can grow up really feeling like what's wrong with me. I'm bad feeling like I'm not going to open my mouth because 
I just don't want to be shamed again. Um, that's where the grace comes in. Yeah. And it really is his superpower. My God, that kid is here to, he could do anything. He really could. Oh my goodness. Yes. And it's spirit bringing in those ideas. So your job, your, your grandfather says is to be his cheerleader and you don't have to know how he's going to make a way for himself. You just have to know that he's going to, and it's going to come through to him. It's really important for him to make a difference in this world. And he is, but he has to get to know himself first. He has to kind of establish himself first. And I feel like your grandfather was also just very, very fond of your husband. So I see him coming in, just giving him a huge hug, you a huge hug, the boys a huge hug. Um, is there a third child in there? Well, I have, I have a niece. Okay. Is that a girl? Yeah. Okay. So I just want you to see that he's given her a hug as well. Okay. And talk to him because he hears everything. And it's so funny when you do these readings and you tune into everybody's spirit team, because sometimes you have the meek little grandma there on the other side who's very shy. And, and sometimes you have like the powerful personality that comes through. Sometimes the shyer people, my God, are they powerful? Like they are working things from the other side in a way that you wouldn't believe. They're just a powerhouse in their energy. And so just know that your grandfather has everything lined up and he guides you within your heart, your heart chakra, I feel. Just this direct line of communication from his consciousness to your heart chakra. So I don't know if you hear things auditorily, get these just knowingness of different ideas that that come in he brings a lot of that to you when you asked me to like tune in i got like very uh tingly all over mm, yeah have you ever done that oneness meditation that i talk about i don't know if i have i'll have to look into it i don't think so yeah i know it's hard to like scroll all the way down because there's over like 500 i think 50 podcasts now uh episodes but if you scroll all the way down, the third episode is all on oneness. Okay. And it walks you through the oneness meditation. I tell people that's their homework. So if you try that once every day and, you know, once you do it once, you know the way to walk yourself through that energy, it's divine. Then you can just start living in that energy more and more and more and more. And the more that you live in that oneness energy, it's like having a radio turn to the perfect dial of the station you want to listen to. And you're not hearing like the, you know, static. It's just perfectly coming through. So when your energy is completely tuned and oneness is God's energy. So all that is, is God's energy. That's oneness. You no longer feel the separation between your soul and all of the rest of this life. You feel just one with all that is. And once you're in that energy, you can start to hold it more and more and more throughout every day. I, I'm not a fan of, it's not that I'm not a fan of. Um, I, I don't believe that you have to, participate in meditation in a way that it just has to be like 15, 20, 30 minutes in the morning or before you go to bed. There's a way to just be the energy itself and to be it 
all day long. Like you could be in a meeting, you could be rocking out in the car, you could be having a conversation, eating dinner and be in this energy. And that's the way that I live my life because then spirit's able to communicate all the time. Like manifestation too and like vibrating higher. Yeah. So oneness energy is the highest vibration that is. And here's why. Your soul, you got to think about like, what is your soul? Your soul is one droplet in the ocean that is God universe source. And that soul is the same consciousness as God. It's the same vibrational frequency as God. So how do you tune into the conscious awareness, the thoughts of it? You turn into the vibration. So that's what I mean. When you get into oneness, you're getting into the same frequency as your soul self, God, universe source, it's all one. And from that place, now you're present. Now you're in the now. Now you're conscious of what thoughts are flowing through. And this is what I wrote my first book on, Angels and Awakening, same name as the podcast, because that's when you can really start to differentiate. This is the information or this is my intuitive thoughts coming through. These are uh, my egoic mind thoughts coming through. It's not that the ego is bad, but we have to learn how to direct it. Otherwise, these energies direct us and they end up getting us to a point where we're 50, 60 years old and then we awaken and we're like, my God, I could have been living a different way my entire life. The way that it works And everything that I do, like this is why I have the membership, is because if I can get you to a point where you're hearing your intuition clearly, you're able to stay in this oneness energy all day long or a couple hours every day because you're holding it here and there throughout your day. Now what's happening? You're living your life letting your angels, God energy, your highest self direct you through your intuitive thoughts on everything. And you start listening to that intuition. And at first we have to work through some fear, right? Because people don't just take what their intuition has to say. The intuition is really your grandfather, God, universe, source, your angels coming through and talking to you. This is how they guide you. But a lot of people don't listen to that right away. It takes them like six months to follow through on one thing that spirit says. But then they do it and they realize that it opens them up to the next step. And so the more that we listen to and take action on our intuition, the more that we start walking with and then running with spirit, our angels. And that's when we're really living out here, our soul's life plan what our soul really came here to do. If we're not listening to the intuition, we're living based on the egoic mind and we're not really following our soul's path as much as we could be. And then the ultimate place that it gets you to, and this is what I wrote the entire second book on that's not out yet, is you start to feel like, you know how we all want happiness? We just want to feel happy all the time. And people say, well, you can't feel happy all the time, but you can feel joy all the time. When you start running with your intuition, 
and listening to everything that comes through. And it's like, I've listened to it 20 times already today. Spirit said, go to the bathroom before you go to Pilates, go do this, go send this email, go make this call. And every time something clicks and gets you to the next piece, you feel this ultimate sense of fulfillment where I still have fears that come in. I still have worries. I still have challenges that come up here and there, but I stand in this concrete energy every day where I know I'm being guided. I'm working with my angels all day long and it feels so like my body just feels so full all the time where it feels like I'm constantly radiating out unconditional love in every direction because you're just so full of love, you're overflowing. And that really comes from running with your intuition, running with your angels, constantly listening, constantly living in a way where you allow yourself to be guided. That's really very, very good. Your husband, he loves your husband so much. He just says to tell him hi, that he's doing a good job. Your husband is so much harder on himself than anybody would ever realize. His own biggest critic. But your grandfather comes in from the other side with just such pride in him and just such pride of of you. And he said, chin up, both of you. You're doing so much better than you think you are. No, I really miss him. I feel him with me all the time. Yeah. Talk to him more. He's always there. He always will be. His energy can't fade from yours because it's a heart-to-heart connection through your your soul self. He says, stop um, being so scared of all of it. Have more fun with it. Yeah. Amber, thank you so much for sharing this time and space with me. Thank you so much, Julie. This is amazing. Of course. I hope you have a beautiful, blessed day. You too. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Friends, your angels asked me to do a little teaching here at the end of each episode in February about manifestation because they say that when it comes to you co-creating within your own life, you're missing a step. That 98% of humanity is missing this step. So they want to give it to you. But first, I want to let you know something. I wish I would have called the Angel Reiki School, the Angel Reiki Mediumship School, but that name was too, too long, right? Um, Friends, the Angel Reiki School is not just a place where you learn Reiki energy healing. In fact, It's really not about learning energy healing at all. The Angel Reiki School is the place where you go to develop your gifts in mediumship, being able to bring through angel messages from the angels to other people, to learn Reiki and other energy healing modalities, and to learn how to, if you want, don't have to, a lot of people come through the Angel Reiki School simply to build out their gifts, to understand their gifts, develop their God-given unique spiritual gifts to the max. But a lot of people also come through the Angel Reiki School to develop a business of their own and to get that certification so that they know what they're doing when they're working with other people. 
Friends, an entire new uh, class of the Angel Reiki School begins March 1st online. If you are looking to go through the Angel Reiki School, now is the time. Sign up for a discovery call with me. The link is in the show notes below. I'm going to help you get where you want to be as a healer or with your own unique spiritual gifts in the Angel Reiki School. All right, friends, here is the deal when it comes to manifestation. Spirit is saying right now, they just keep flooding in this message that 98% of humanity looks to manifest, right? Like they want to manifest something. They know that they want to go in a direction. They get that clarity on that direction. They create the vision board. They see it within their mind. They're visioning it within their mind. And then they stop. That's where their efforts stop. And the angels say there is a huge piece to this puzzle that you are missing. So that piece is when you vision, you have this clarity, I want to do X. You get the vision, you create the vision board, whatnot. It doesn't stop there. That's when we activate our intuition even more. Um, Prayer as well. The angels always say prayer and intuition are really the same thing. They're both forms of communication with the other side. And when you activate that intuition, you're asking God, universe, source, what's the next step for me? What's this first step that I need to take in order to work towards this goal that I have for myself, my life, my family, um, my career, whatever it may be. And as you pray, you hear something back from the other side. And it's just a first step. All right. And when you hear this first step, what a lot of people do is ask the other side for more signs. We ask for like complete clarity, but it really is this first step that, you know, okay, we pray, we hear this back, do this. That first thing that we're supposed to go do is something that we choose to do or not with our own free will. So if you go act on it and you go do that one thing, what happens? As you're in the energy, of actually doing what spirit asked you to do, you get the next piece of the puzzle. But you cannot get that next piece to the puzzle unless you take the first step. You pray, you hear back, go do this. And you're like, hemming and hawing, do I do it? Do I not? Do I do it? Do I not? Go do it. Your angels say, go do it. Because when you do it energetically, it opens you up to the next step after that. And when you take action on that next step, it opens you up to the next step after that. This is what I mean when I say that some people are either crawling, walking, or running with God universe source. For some people, it takes them six months to get up the courage to go do that one thing that they're they're hearing back in their prayers. Go do this. It takes them six months to have the courage to go do that. For some people, it takes an entire year. For some people, it takes 10 years for them to get the courage to go do that one thing. And then we look around, right? And I'm not blaming or shaming anybody. I'm just trying to give you an example so that the angels can communicate with you better. What happens is then we look around when things aren't happening for us and we go, why? 
God, why? Why isn't it happening for me? Why aren't things coming through for me? Because you are crawling with God. And sometimes we're not even moving. We're not even taking that first step. There are some people who learn. All right. I'm going to go in this direction. I've got this clarity. I want to write a book. Okay. God, universe, source. I've got the vision. I want to write the book. What's my first step? And the angels come in and say, or God, universe comes in as you're praying and says, go read this other book. Go take this class. Go talk to this person you know. Go send this email. Go ask this question. Go research this. And you go to yourself within your own mind. You go, nope, that's not the answer. And so you delay. There are some people who don't do that. There are some people when they get that prayer within their mind, that answer within their mind, they go, all right, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go read that book. I'm going to go talk to that person. I'm going to go ask that question. I'm going to go send that email. I'm going to go make that phone call. And as soon as they do, they're in a new energy as they're taking the action. And as they're taking the action and they're in this new energy, they get a new piece of information. And they go, okay, God, what do I do now? And God, universe, source goes, go do this. So they go do it. And then they get to that next piece and they go, what do I do now? And they hear back through their prayers, go do this. And so they go do that. Friends, this is where people start running with God, universe, source. So five times a day, 10 times a day, a hundred times a week, they're following God's directives. They're not hemming and hawing. They're just following the loving, positive messages that they're receiving through their prayers, through their intuition. And so when I look at the energy of a person who goes, Julie, why isn't it happening for me? Versus other people who are running with spirit, what you're seeing is actually a mathematical number of these are how many directives one person has gotten from God Universe Source that they followed through on. And this other person over here has followed through on 5,000 within one year, whereas another person is waiting to take action on one. And again, friends, I'm not blaming, shaming, trying to create a negative energy within you at all. I'm trying to show you what happens when you're living a spiritual life and running with spirit. So I know this is a long enough intro. Listen to it a couple of times. I'm only going to leave it up in February. And I want you to pause right now and I want you to tune in and I want you to pray. And I want you to say, God, universe, source, what's my goal? Where am I going? And once you have clarity on that, ask, what's the first thing I need to take action on? What's the first thing I need to do? Go do that, friends. That is going to help you run with your angels, and it is going to take you to living a life far beyond your wildest dreams. You're going to be shocked. And I want you to write into me, and I want you to let me know when you start to see a difference in your life because you're following this method. I love you so much, friends. Have a beautiful, beautiful, blessed day, and I'll see you back here this week. Love you.